ein sehr, ähm, sehr heftiger Kompromiss. Compromising is, is a part of democracy. Are you sure about that? I mean, when I look at the US system, I'm not really sure if that's part yeah, of that's, it. Yeah, that's, that's a thing. That's a thing. Today, I'm speaking with a friend of mine from Germany. We're going to be talking about the American presidential system juxtaposed to the German system. And I think that this is beneficial to illuminate some of the concerns of some voters here who have sometimes a, a limited understanding of how a third party would work. So we have many parties, as many know, but theoretically only two parties, the Democrats and the Republicans. And yes, you can go back in history. There are some glitches where we have maybe three parties, but in general, for most of the history, it's been controlled by two parties. And what we have is a presidential system. So we have a lower house and upper house, the House of Representatives and the Senate. We, so we elect those members and we elect the president. What's interesting, and I remember speaking with you when I was vo voting absentee ones and how we have tons of people that we vote for. Yeah, you've shown me the ballot. Yeah, and we vote for tons of different uh, smaller positions. So that's something that's a little bit a kind of a eccentricity maybe of our system, but also we always vote for, for individuals. So when I go to vote, I vote for my congressman, senator, and then the presidential. And even though underneath the name, it'll have their, their party, it's still associated with that individual alone. But essentially, you can have a president who is of a different party than both of the houses. So just start to clarify when you go to vote what your ballot looks like. I already said my ballot has 50 different names of like county auditor and it's all associated with individuals and multiple individuals. So yeah, what, when, you get, when you go to vote for the primary elections, let's not get into local elections too much. Um, kind of how does that look? That would be completely different as well. Yeah, um, yeah we have uh, two columns at our ballot. First, uh, there's the uh, candidate vote and the party vote. That's uh, the columns uh, on the ballot. So is it only two sides of the ballot? Essentially two votes? Two votes, yes. Okay. Just two votes. One is uh, for um, uh, voting for the um, district candidate. That would be like a local candidate, maybe? That's a local candidate, yeah. And it's... Uh, 50% of uh, the local, of the first uh, vote uh, gets uh, into the parliament. And then there's uh, the, the second vote is for the party. And the party uh, is um, has a list of people uh, who uh, get in when, um, yeah, when they um, get vote uh, elected. So the local person you vote for, do they have to, what if they don't get 50%? Oh, they don't need to have 50%. Oh, they have to have a, a plural, like whoever gets the most, the highest whoever percentage. Whoever gets the most, um, yeah, wins this uh, district. Oh, yeah, what we say, a plurality. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoever yeah gets no, I, um, our parliament is filled with 50% uh, of the first vote people. And uh, 50% of the uh, others, uh, of the party people, of the uh, party um, vote. And what's interesting to me is that 
the parties essentially decide who goes, right? So if you vote for, let's take one like the CDU, who Angela Merkel is a part of, if you vote for them and they get 45% of the vote, then they essentially get to choose. You don't choose as a, as a voter, right? It's just the party no, already decided who, who goes. Normally, the, the party with the highest percentage of votes uh, gets to um, name the uh, chancellor. Just for clarification, so let's say there's all the local votes, so we won't consider those right now. That's 50% of the parliament. Mm-hmm. And then, And is that the lower and the upper house? The Bundestag and Bundesrat? No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, the, the, the Bundesrat... Is uh, it's something completely different. It's um, composed of the uh, governments of the of the states. Okay, so we have, for instance, the the Senate and the House, and the yeah. Senate is elected according to the states. So, like the state of Texas and the state of Florida, each of every state gets two senators, and then mm-hmm. the uh, House of Representatives is divided up according to districts within each state based on the yeah. population. So what is there a comparative to the German system where you have the upper and the lower house? On the um, the election, uh, the general election, there's no, there's no uh, comparison. There, we have the Bundesrat. That is uh, something, um, it's a corrective uh, system. It's, an, it's a different house, not a lower house. Uh, uh, the Bundesrat is... Um, Almost more like of the governments of the states, and um, so every of the six, every one of the sixteen states uh, have um, one vote. So primarily, when passing laws, you have the one Bundesrat, the one main house that does it. No, uh, that's not the main. The Bundesrat is some uh, the the Bundestag. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. That's that's right. The first um, first they are um, the um, government, which is elected by the uh, Bundestag, has the initiative to um, to compose a bill, or, and uh, then therefore or or a law, and uh, then uh, the uh, Bundestag has uh, to vote on it. Or um, try to make changes, and after that, it has uh, to get into the uh, Bundesrat. Okay, and that's basically just a check on the system. So if there's something, that- it's a check on the system, yes, because normally the uh, sixteen states have different uh, governments than uh, the um, Bundestag, which is the uh, national parliament. Okay, so the national parliament, parliament, though, it's safe to say plays the most significant role in proposing bills and budgets and things like that. Yes. On the, on the federal level, of course. Okay. Cause we have kind of two bouncing back, like maybe it passes the house of representatives, it goes to the Senate, they make changes and then it goes back until they can come to some kind of yeah, conclusion. But uh, that, uh, the Bundesrat has, own, has also um, the right to make changes. Okay. So similar system, but it starts in the, in the federal parliament and then the state, the state parliamentary group has to still approve it and can even make changes. Yeah, that, that's uh, basically it. There are, of course, uh, um, thousand rules and regulations. Yeah, and regulations. Yeah. You know, that's interesting. I never actually knew how the Bundesrat worked, the one okay. from the States. I knew that it existed, but I didn't know 
that it was only each each state um, had like one vote or something. I thought that it yeah. was closer to maybe the House of Representatives. So that's interesting. So back to the back to the voting. So you have half of it's voted for the individual people. Yeah. Then the other half is voted according to the party. So going back to the CDU, the main party in Germany, if they get, let's say they get 40% of the party votes, that mm-hmm. means of the half that is voted, that is appointed by the party, yeah. they get 40% of those. Right. Okay. You can, um, uh, I have given you a link. Or you can, I did read uh, it. Yeah. You've read it. Okay. There's a perfect example for it. I'll try to include that link in the podcast. So if anybody is interested in a written form of this, it's pretty, it's a very good layout of that. So, oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, no. uh, I was just going to lead into this idea that if you, because you vote for parties hmm? over that of, you vote for parties and individuals, this can also lead to, I think, some more diversity can, is it easier for a smaller party to have political influence is essentially what I'm trying to ask. No, it's not. Because we have a, a, a hurdle of uh, 5%. You, you, uh, a party has to get over 5% to uh, get into the parliament. What about the local side? Let's say there's a new party and someone runs on a local ballot or as an individual and they get elected but the party yeah. doesn't get five percent do they get to go yeah they get to go okay so as long so the local stuff as long as you get the most votes you get to go regardless yes of, of course okay. but then you you have uh, some disadvantages uh, because you uh, don't have have a fraction uh, to um, side with mm-hmm. and then less bargaining power less bargaining power less uh, power to speak and so on and so forth. I find actually that system coming from the U.S., it sounds less democratic. Voting for the parties and then the parties being able to decide who goes. I don't think so. Because um, we have um, the parties, uh, you can always uh, get into a party and uh, vote uh, for people who um, get higher on the list and uh, you you can make changes if you want. And I know here, I say that it sounds more democratic because I also yeah. know here it's highly controlled by the parties and it's a lot of hierarchical inst- yeah. institutional power. So we feel that we're voting for this candidate, but there is so much power playing behind the scenes that there's it's not nearly as democratic. But just the very fact that you vote for a, a party instead of a, a person is just it's a little strange coming from a, a this the U.S. system. That may be. Uh, for us, it's uh, quite normal. It's uh, normal since uh, the beginning of uh, democracy in, in Germany. Because of this party voting, do you think that that allows for more parties to be part of the the parliament, or does it just happen to work out that way? Well, in the beginning, there were, there were only three parties, and then. Um, there was need for more. In the 80s, uh, the, the Greens came by. In the, in the 90s, uh, the, the left party came. And so um, I, it diversified. Okay, so really it was through more diversification needed to meet maybe the political demands of the time that the parliament diversified. 
Yeah, absolutely. And explain a little bit about the chancellorship. Yeah, um, the, the chancellor is elected by the parliament. So you never check the box for, I want Angela Merkel for... No, I never, never, never do that. I can only um, hope that, that the party I vote for is getting uh, to... Uh, Enough percent, highest percentage. Uh, they, the highest percentage to get uh, the uh, chancellor. And how does the chancellor, like just because the party I vote for, let's say I vote for SPD, mm-hmm. the Democrats, if, if they get the highest percentage of votes, let's say they get 33% of the overall yeah. parliament and everyone else gets under that, that doesn't necessarily mean that my party gets the chancellor. Is that correct? That's correct. It is a... Uh, common that uh, our president we have a president uh, who serves more of a uh, representative representative, uh, action and he has to uh, sign the the, uh, laws and so so and so but uh, he doesn't have any power at all and so would you say the president i've heard him compared to almost like the queen of england not in the same prestige but in this in the in the functional sense that he's a, he represents the government, but really has no functional role in the creation of laws or um, any really role in that matter. That's right. He doesn't. He's uh, just um, a representative of Germany. So especially when it comes to, so kind of a quick tangent, when it comes to like the G7 meeting. Yeah. Or when it comes to larger global meetings with with uh, you know heads of state, the German mm-hmm. president is not the head of state. Is that correct, or is he? He's head of state, but not head of uh, the government. So who goes to meet with other world leaders to negotiate? You know, the chancellor, of course. Yes. So even yeah. though he's the head of the state, he doesn't really have political power. So that's why the chancellor goes to meet with other. Yes, heads. that's 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 the thing. But also, uh, the queen doesn't go to the, uh, the G7. Uh, no, no. Or the Tenno in uh, Japan or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Everything so, which has a prime minister, uh, let's uh, take They want the, someone with power. Yeah. Essentially. <laughs> okay, so let's take this, this kind of fictional scenario that I vote for the Social Democrats, but yeah. we get 30%. However, that doesn't necessarily mean that because we have the, the largest amount of votes, we have the chancellor or the, the chancellorship or whatever. Yeah, you, you need to uh, get a coalition of parties to get uh, over the 50% to have the majority in the parliament. So you have to uh, look which party is nearer uh, to your um, agenda and uh, which you can uh, negotiate um, the terms of the uh, coalition. So if, if let's say the social Democrats had a larger amount, this is, it's been years since they have, but let's just say they did in some fictional uh, world, they would have to negotiate, like essentially giving the other parties some concessions in order that they would govern with them. Is that fair enough to say? Yeah. how How does that work? And what kind of concessions is it? Uh, the concession is uh, that you uh, can um, have um, a ministry. Do you call it like that? Oh, like the, oh, it's like the um, 
for here, like the State Department, like a State Department, yeah, um, Ministry of Foreign Affairs, uh, so on and so forth. So you would essentially give them power over larger power over certain areas of government in order that they would come together and and work with you. Yes, and sometimes this is built of more than two parties, right? Yeah, that's that's, that's correct. They can do it, and there there have been also uh, minority governments. How does that work? You form a government uh, and hope that uh, on uh, if you want to pass a law that you have to um, get enough um, votes from other parties. So explain a little bit this idea of forming a government. Okay. First of all, you have to probe uh, the other party if you can um, have an agenda which... Um, fits both of par- of the parties. And then you have to, um, of course, cause compromise. For example, um, the Social Democrats wanted to have uh, the um, a minimum wage, which uh, didn't exist uh, 10 years ago. And the, uh, so, uh, the um, Christian Democrats, the CDU, didn't want to have it. And uh, that's it. Uh, you, and then what happened? Did they did the Christian Democrats compromise in order to form they, a government? They, they compromised, yes, yes, of course. The like, idea of forming government, it's fair to say, that just means getting groups over 50% of the parliament to agree to work together. Yes, that's so it. So you hear about a government falling apart, that doesn't mean that the, 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 the country is falling into chaos. It just means parties decided that they're not going to keep cooperating. And so they have to figure out how they can cooperate with other parties. Yeah. Does that sometimes trigger a vote? If, if let's say five parties get to parliament in Germany and nobody can agree, nobody can work together. Mm -hmm. Does that trigger like another elections? Not necessary. Okay. Normally it it goes uh, with uh, a vote uh, of trust for the chancellor. The vote of trust uh, is, of course, uh, the chancellor has to get 50% of the uh, parliament. If uh, the, the other party, of which the coalition is composed of, uh, doesn't trust her anymore, then uh, she has to um, look for other options, maybe uh, form a, a government composed of uh, three parties or four. And if it if that doesn't uh, work, he can go to the um, president of uh, the, German, the German Republic, and then he can ask uh, to, uh, to dissolve uh, the the uh, parliament, and then um, there can be another vote. Okay, so just because they can't agree right away doesn't automatically trigger a new vote. Not not at all. So I wonder, do you think because of this coalition government system where you have to form 50, you have to form a government with hopefully over 50% of the Mm -hmm. votes, and then these people elect the chancellor, do you think that this leads to a a more of a, a functional system because the chancellor always has the majority in a, in a general, uh, in generally, or do you think that there's still is there still a lot of gridlock where you can't pass bills because of disagreements? Like here, it's very common that 
one of the houses, you know, let's say the representatives are of a different party and it can be the case that that party, if they're not playing ball, like in a very like democratic way, they can just say, well, we're not going to work with you. And then nothing really ever gets done. Um, would you say that in general, that kind of is a way to get beyond that? Uh, there is a, a contract between those, those two parties. It states, um, the contract states um, what agenda the uh, government has. There are two parties uh, which try to get along. Mm -hmm. uh, they are also always subject uh, in which um, they're... Um, uh, they they didn't they don't get along, but uh, therefore um, they have to compromise, and that that compromising is is a part of democracy. There's, Are you sure about that? I mean, when I look at the U.S. system, I'm not really sure if that's part yeah. Of that's, it. that's that's a thing. That's a thing. No, uh, it is fundamental. Compromise is a fundamental presupposition of democratic politics. Absolutely, and to because, not do that. Yeah doesn't participate in politics, democratic politics. Yeah. Otherwise, you, you um, can't um, be progressive, I think. If you always stand on your point and do, uh, there's, there's no progress. Now, do you, uh, kind of getting back to the, the parties, what's the, or not what's the point, but what role can a small party do that gets into parliament. I mean, obviously they have to get over 5%, mm -hmm. but let's say there's a party that gets, or two or three parties that get 8%. And they're in the government, they have parliamentary members, but can they, if they're not part of the majority government, how do they enact their agenda? What, what, you know, like, why would, why would you vote for a small party if you know that they're probably not going to be part of the government, I know this isn't maybe the best way to think about it, but yeah. First of all, you have you you have an opposition, and um, an opposition is uh, good for having voicing concerns about uh, the um, politics. Of also the part of the democratic part process. Yeah, it's part of the democratic part, absolutely. And um, then. There are uh, some uh, concessions made uh, in the parliamentary pro process that um, I don't know the term Ausschuss committee, like a, or, yeah, or commission. a committee or commission. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are committees uh, of um, financial committees, um, foreign committee. The budget, the defense, defense and, and, and stuff. Yes, and these parties then serve in according to the percentage in different committees. Right. Is that correct? That's right. Okay. So you have um, you have still little influence. You have on little influence the process. And, uh, sometimes uh, you get uh, the um, head chair of a committee who can then influence the agenda of the committee. Yeah. And now you don't have to say which parties, but have you, do you find yourself voting for different parties each time or do you tend to vote for one party? You don't have to share which party. Yeah, but yeah. You... I, I, I did uh, vote for different parties in different elections. And have you voted for a small, a small party for any reason? I voted for a small party. 
for example, okay. the Paris, you know that. Uh, yeah, I was just trying to lead it into yeah. the conversation. Uh, the the, the uh, pirates, they dissolved uh, themselves. But what drove you to, to vote for a, a very small party at the time? At the time, I, I saw it was the time of um, the Snowden um, investigation and uh, the Snowden... Let me, the NSA spying operations. Spying operations. And I wanted uh, to have um, freedom of internet and speech protected and uh, that was the party which gets did get close um, uh, closest uh, to my uh, opinion so in that case you voted primarily on one issue would you say yeah for the that's what was a yep. different uh, just in one issue so you kind of felt at that time that was the most important issue for you so you had a party that could represent that is that fair to say yeah that's right so i voted for the the pirates and um yeah they did get two percent uh, or something like that, and that's it. And this is a little more. So yeah, I think that that's actually a pretty good summary of the differences yeah. to a lot of degree. And I think what's interesting to me was what was interesting is it. It's quite different. Although these both fall under the umbrella of democratic systems, what was what took me a while to learn in Germany was how different it was. I knew that it was a parliament, but when you come from somewhere and you're just, you grow up that way and you vote that way. So you just, it's, you don't even realize unless you study it, how different it is. It's, it, it's it totally different. Even the idea for me to have like a first and second vote, like the erste and zweite Stimme, I was just like, what is that? I just, it was hard for me to understand that you would vote just for a party who would then send people but not only for a party, because there's a first vote. Yeah, uh, which, uh, which that made sense more sense to me. Yeah, that, that you know. But uh, we don't, uh, for example, we don't um, elect our um, district attorneys or something like that. That's uh, something completely different. So now, like a, just a brief summary, what's your thought on the the system under which you live? Are you fairly satisfied that doesn't mean you're satisfied with what the german political party are or the government's doing but just as far as as a voter do you feel well represented in that system fairly i think i think it's okay as far as, as, as it goes um of course of course as, as there are some uh, tweaks you, you can uh, there's always something that, yeah, needs, yeah, that, that needs uh, to be uh, done but um I think, uh, and we had our trials, uh, so um, that's, yeah, that's, uh, not it's, it, it is the uh, third try to uh, form a constitution that works. And this time, I think we did it right. 